0: Welcome back to the GG Podcast. This is your host, Old Man Jesus, here with the squirtle of the internet himself, Mr. E.
1: <laughs> I forgot you are going down the line. What's up, bro?
0: <laughs> I had a panic attack and I'm like, wait, was Charmander after Bulbasaur or was it Squirtle?
1: Uh, I think it was Squirtle.
0: Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. What's up, brother?
1: Hey, what's up, bro? What's going
0: on? Nothing much. Getting ready for a little trip. We're doing a secluded hiking trip.
1: That should I
0: State Parks. It's about four hours away, so that'll be interesting.
1: Cool. I hope you're staying safe, as is yeah, our audience and viewers.
0: It's uh, in a remote part. There shouldn't be anybody there. And we're taking our masks, just in case, because, you know, I'm scared.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. And, uh, uh, cool, yeah, a lot of it? stuff happened this week, man. Uh, but I think we should, yeah, talk about what we're playing first. And, you know, maybe if, it, if we're excited about any game that, if we're not playing anything new, maybe a game that we might be excited to get our hands on. Well, um, give,
0: give me a follow-up for Paper Mario.
1: Yeah, a follow-up Paper Mario, and I wanted to talk about another game too. Um, Paper Mario, I continue to play it. Um, I I am having a very busy week, uh, busy month, I should say, of work. Uh, But I did put in a couple more hours into it. Um, Just first impression, I I think I I have enough hours where I can actually give a proper first impression. I'm really not enjoying the game. Um, I hate to be so negative. Um, I think it's very stale. I think that there's just a lot of bad game design. Um, it is very weird because, you know, the game is like should win you over of how charming it is, but it doesn't. There's just some sort of mismatch about this game that I can't put my finger on. And bless, you know, the reviewers that noticed this too, but it just feels very like almost Stefford wives, you know, like the perfect wife, but something's not quite right with her. <laughs> it's like that where it's like it looks great. The writing is great, but it feels really weird. And um, I, I I missed an interview the day before it came out with the producer. And he just said some very, you know, I would say, concerning things about the future of the series. And it's just very interesting how Nintendo views this series very differently than the fan base. Of how, you know, Nintendo seems to get a lot of their main IPs spot on. But like some of their side IPs, like, uh, like uh, Mario Party... You know, like this game, like maybe some of the Mario sports games, they just don't have the same level of like you thought. It's like, it's not that hard. People just want a sequel to a thousand year old door, you know what I mean? With maybe an upgraded system here and there. But like, it's, it's, people want, want that really badly. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a shame. I don't think it's going to come. But um, just back to Paper Mario um, again, just the combat, a lot of the, um, there's just a lot there's a lot that I don't enjoy about the game but you know I haven't I haven't beaten it yet but I will say it feels like a slog to play I'm not having fun playing it um and I've never said that ever about a paper mario game even for color splash which I didn't enjoy but at least I I, I was at least you know playing it um I never played sticker star but I heard that that has kind of a similar you know sloggish issue um uh, but yeah it's kind of a kind of a bummer
0: well, see, I played Sticker Star and I beat that game. And I actually liked it, even though I got the bad reviews. Mm-hmm. Hey, the, the only thing that glaringly that I hate about that one, and it looks like they brought that back in this one, is I hate when games give you attacks that are consumables. Because mm-hmm. then, I'm, you know, it's always the running joke everywhere, but you save everything to the end of the game and then you don't use it because you're so scared mm-hmm. of running out. Mm-hmm. So besides that, when I was watching, because I was bummed that you said, you know, you weren't enjoying it. So I just started watching some clips. And I think it looks like exactly the type of game that I'd like. So it almost makes me think of uh, taking back in time here to GameCube days, all right? Yeah. And there's that game that you absolutely loved, uh, Botan Kaidos, mm-hmm. if you remember that game. Yeah. And it looked cool, and I like watching you play it, but when I played it, I didn't like that game very much. It just didn't click with me. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know what it was, but to me, this Paper Mario seems like it may be one of those cases, which just doesn't click with you, but I'm going to love it. I hope.
1: Yeah, you'll. Uh, I think that... that- Totally. But I don't think that this is a subjective thing. I genuinely believe that this is, um, it depends on where your expectations are. And I did well, have certain expectations g- coming in. And I don't think that these these game designs are subjective. It's not a matter of like, I, I do and I don't like this. It's like, man, this there's some really questionable things they put in this game. Um, but at the same time, yeah, give it a try. Uh, my, my friend uh, Ramon said the same thing. He said he'll probably still give it a try, even though I told him I didn't enjoy it. But, you know, there's not a lot of Switch games out right now. So, you know, it's easy to build a case to just buy one, buy it anyway.
0: Well, me, myself, round of applause this morning. I hit level 20 in ESO. And oh, nice. Level uh, 50 is the max in the game.
1: I know you're hooked.
0: Uh, it is. It, I just love the crafting. You know, I'm just a sucker for games where they let me craft stuff. And the crafting is really, really well done. I feel like it's unique compared to the other crafting in other games so far. Uh, I don't know if it's going to carry that way through the end game. But... Um, I'm really enjoying it. And I I really like how the questing system feels like I'm just playing Skyrim. That like where you're talking to people, you're doing these quests. Uh, But it still has all those MMO tropes of the combat feeling very basic. And I was actually having a really hard time figuring out what was happening on screen. But then I found out that in the settings, I just, you can do custom colors. So I just made every enemy attack be red and every good player attack be green. And if they overlap, they're yellow. So now, as because I play a healer, as I see things go green, I know I stand in it. If I see things go red, I, I avoid that. Mm-hmm. And it made the game a lot easier to follow that way. But I'm having a good time. Uh, I, I paid for the monthly subscription <laughs> mm-hmm. so I can have unlimited crafting bags. and oh I see much are that, Yeah, That's cool, the,
1: man. I know you've been really into it. Uh, and um, it's a great game. Um, we need
0: one more person, Eric.
1: I know. I'm I, When I have more time, uh, because right now I want to beat the games I have, which I have been. Um, so I just really want to get paper Mario out of the way. And I think my, my schedule should open up and, um, you know, and I, am looking to possibly buy another switch game. I feel like I've I played all the ones I've, I've, and beaten all the ones I've, I've been wanting to play. So if you have any suggestions, uh, brother, you know, let me know.
0: Well, my go-to like, Oh, when I have nothing to do and I'm in bed game is still dragon quest. So I'm slowly working my way through that. That's just a game that never ends, you know, but in a good way, uh, where, and I mentioned this like every podcast, but why doesn't every game have that feature where where you, you restart it, it says, this is what you were doing before. This is what you're gonna supposed to be doing now. So then that jogs my memory. So even though I don't play that game every night, when I come back to it, I was like, oh, what do I have to do? And I don't ever have that intimidation because then it just says, hey, you were talking to this person. Now you're trying to get to this part to do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I just uh, go and I do that. It's great. Yeah,
1: yeah. But that's the kind of game that's like, I feel like that's the kind of game that's not before bed kind of game. It's like, it takes an hour just to like really get in it. And then you're like, okay, now I'm in it. You know what I mean? So
0: that's why then you just stay up three hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <extra.
1: laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, in other news, you know, um, you know, there was small a big, I'm sorry.
0: A small little event.
1: Oh uh, yeah. There was a small little event probably no one ever heard of. Um, it was the Xbox event. Um, you know, I didn't have the chance to see it myself, but I heard a lot about it and you gave me some updates, which I appreciated. I'll probably see it after our podcast, but uh, tell me what you thought about it.
0: Uh, I so I saw the whole thing and I, I rewatched some of the clips in 4k uh, and I thought they did a really great job, but nice. it, it opened up this conversation in some of the podcasts that I listened to and it, it really got me thinking. So I really want to talk to you about this topic yeah. and I don't know if I... Well, first, let's just do a recap of the event. I'm not going to read every single thing that was announced. But I do want to read to you some of the big stuff that was announced and talk about them as we go, okay? Okay. So, first one, Halo Infinite was showed. That was the game opener. That was Microsoft's way of showing, like, hey, look what we're doing. And so, it's Halo. It's open world. So, they showed the map and they zoomed out and there's quests on the map. Kind of like an Assassin's Creed or something like that.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Uh Yeah, uh,
0: the... The game's visual style looks great. The game's graphics don't look that great. And this is where people have been fighting online. And it's fallen into two camps where one group is like, this doesn't look next gen. This looks really bad. Like, why am I enjoying this? The other group is like, no, it doesn't look like they're like high poly characters, but the art design is great. Like there's a bunch of uh, ray tracing looking things. Ray tracing is not going to be in the game at launch. They said it's going to come later. It just looks very colorful. The enemy designs look very good uh master chief looks like a toy but not in the like creepy like oh this is crappy graphics but in the like oh this is the style they're going for
1: yeah yeah can i just say something about that really quick because that was like a big topic among like people in the forums um so i i didn't see the event but i saw clips of a lot of stuff and um i thought that i I agree with what, what you said with the style the art style is great it's it's halo you know they got the spirit of halo for sure but um, I do agree that the that the fidelity, the graphical fidelity is not like that much of an improvement, uh, which is funny because I said something similar about, you know, s- some PS5 games. Um, so, you know, that's maybe just something to keep in the back of our heads going into next gen.
0: Well, for me, though, because it's funny because I, at first I did think that when they went into gameplay mode, I was like, uh. but then when I saw how smooth the game looked and just the, the, the I'm not going to lie, the music flaring up and them doing the Warthog jumps and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, Halo's kind of cool. You know, maybe I do want to play this. And then when they did the open map stuff, I love that, exploring things, you know, like that. So I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe this is going to be the game that makes me start playing it. Um, But a big theme about a lot of these games, which we'll discuss at the end, is, well, do I want to buy it on the Xbox then? Because I could just get it on my PC since the Xbox is not going to have ray tracing or be super high quality at launch so why do i need it on the xbox you know
1: yeah it's a win-win for microsoft anyway you know what i mean yeah you you bought their product anyway so i mean but yeah that also begs that question that we talked about last time which we won't get into again but you know is it really necessary to buy uh, the new xbox and the answer is maybe (laughs) i
0: I actually am leaning more towards no so at launch like now i do good for you well, not because I'm not going to be a sucker and buy all their stuff, but most of these games that I want are either coming out to PC the same time, or the ones that aren't on PC don't come out till next year.
1: I mean, this is where we should have our flashback of how many times in an episode you say that you're a sucker and you buy something that's new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. I, I
0: just love it. It's fun. You know? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the other one, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not going in order. I'm just talking sure. about all the yeah. big stuff. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Uh, the ended the show with Fable. And that one, people have lost their mind. Uh, No gameplay. It was just a reveal trailer with CGI and things like that. Uh But, you know, people are... They've been wanting Fable for a long time. We never really got into the franchise, I think. uh, Mm -hmm. Because it was like an Xbox property. And we we had... We did have a 360, but it broke. So we ended up sticking more to the Sony side. You with the Nintendo side.
1: Yeah. And personally, I've just... I've definitely... I've played Fable 1. uh, But I just did not like Fable. It just... Um, it, it reminds me of a lot of what I don't like about video games and it's just, uh, I know they're trying to, you know, they're trying to do something different, but it's a hit and a miss for me, but, uh, yeah. I'm glad people are excited for it.
0: Another game, they got a CGI trailer, but we already know this one's going to be great. I, I want to play part one, but I'm too scared. And that's Senua Saga, play 2. Uh, yeah. it, I, I'm just too scared to play part one because of, uh, it looks really spooky and I don't like spooky games, but oh, really? it looked really, really cool. So I, I kind of want to do it.
1: Yeah, it looks it looked great. Um, well, I know that to, was that that was that was just like uh like an announcement trailer too, though, right?
0: Yeah, but to me that tells me some very interesting news, or at least I'm I'm guessing this might be the case. To me, this took this from because if you remember, *Senua's Sacrifice* was a thirty dollar game. Yeah, yeah. It's been on sale a few times. It's a shorter game, a great game, but shorter, right? Yeah. To me, this is them saying because they showed no gameplay again, like you're mentioning. Hey, this is not going to be another short game. This is going to be a full blown big game for this it's not going to be like that one was and not that that one was bad but i think they see the potential in the franchise for it and they're trying to make it something
1: yeah i mean it's it's you know oh well it's ninja theory and they uh xbox owns ninja theory now don't they yep, yeah they do yep. they oh yeah, yeah yeah so that's interesting and um great pickup for them by the way i love ninja theory they're so talented mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i'm looking forward to it um would, i think i think would, i think it's the first i love the first game
0: So we go to the next one, another CGI trailer, not showing at all, and it's not no date, and that was Forza Motorsports. So I was actually really caught off guard that it's not a launch game. And then to me, this tells me, yeah, to me, this tells me, and and I say tells me like I know something, but you know, it just I'm saying I'm guessing because of what we're seeing here that they don't have the ray tracing and the high fidelity graphic stuff figured out, and that's why none of that's a launch game. Yeah. So it's all getting pushed because forza i feel like that always launches with the xbox at least in yeah. some form you know but like so at t- least
1: like maybe not launch but like it's it's definitely a killer app i mean people love forza i mean it's yeah. it's up there with gran turismo you know so um yeah you, you could be right but it could also be a COVID thing you know like you know where it just oh that's a really like, good point it just kind of delayed development and uh which i wouldn't be surprised because i know like doing stuff like that must be you know way harder than it's ever been before um but yeah, I'm sure it's a, it's I'm sure it's still a Gen One, you know, uh, uh, Xbox a Series X game, you know, probably coming out in the first year.
0: Yeah, another trailer that came out was a, a surprise one, and stated to K three, and it opened up, <laughs> and this was one of my favorite trailers, Eric. It made me yeah. really excited for the game.
1: I didn't see it, it yet.
0: Can I can I spoil what happens to it because it's just yeah, so funny? Yeah, go for it. So there's this uh, woman in the, in a forest, it's dark and she's like next to a fire sharpening her weapon. And we don't know it's state of decay at this point. Keep yeah. that in mind. So it looks like some kind of wolf is looking at her from over the hill. So the graphics are great. Cause it's a CGI trailer. There's no gameplay. So she gets up and she lets out this scream, like, you know, to scare it off. And she sounds like, like, whoa, scary. So at this point I'm like, Oh, this sounds like a really cool survival game where you're fighting against like nature and stuff, you know? and so she gets up it's the next day she's walking through the snow and she has a sniper rifle and i was like oh that's weird she had a bow and arrow earlier but then she sees the wolf dead and something is eating the wolf so she zooms in with the camera and it does the thing where she looks at the head first of the wolf and then she uh zooms out and goes up and you see that it's a deer eating the wolf and you're like what the heck and then the deer turns its head and half its head is is a zombie head like a like a mutant deer and yeah. then it lets out like a monster scream it opens its mouth and it goes like Rrr! and you're like what the heck and then oh, it goes State yeah. Decay
1: so they're trying to like make it more serious huh
0: yeah i think which i liked so the criticism of two and i didn't have this criticism but was that two was so much like one that it felt more like a, a remake right I heard uh that. but i never played part one so to me it was fine but this one seems like they're going for a much more serious, like, survival tone. And now there's animals, which there wasn't in part two, which is kind of cool. So it's not just going to be zombies. Very exciting.
1: Yeah, it looks, it looks interesting. It sounds interesting. Um, I will say that, you know, and I think there's a lot of people that agree that the, the whole, it sounds like they're going to go for more of an open world slash horizon slash that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of done to death a lot because of games like Horizon and Breath of the Wild. And I mean, I mean, look at Ghost, you know, I mean, it's a great game and everything, but you know, it's a lot of that same vein. So I kind of hope that they they don't go full that route, you know, but um, it does. That sounds interesting. I'm glad they're taking a different tone because I do feel like it was like the game was there's some sort of mismatch about that game that never clicked with me. And I love horror games. I mean, it's more survival horror in action than anything, but still, you know.
0: Right. I'm going to skip over some of these next ones. I'm just going to tell you the titles, but I'm not going to really talk about them. Crossfire X was shown off. That's Remedy's new game, Remedy Entertainment. Oh, wait a
1: minute. Crossfire X? Really?
0: Yeah, it's a first-person shooting game, though.
1: Oh, great. Yeah, so... Uh, remedys I love Remedy. That's a shame.
0: Yeah, well, it actually looked pretty interesting. um, It looked like they're putting a lot of effort into the story, but it's just not my type of thing, so I'll I'll glance over that one. The next one that I thought looked pretty cool, it looks like it's going to be a four-player, like, Left 4 Dead-style game, was Warhammer 40K The Dark Tide. Um, I know Warhammer is a huge property for a lot of people. So I just put that one in my like, oh, I like the trailer. I'll keep an eye on that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ready for the blast from the past. Fantasy uh, Star Online 2 New Genesis. What? Which is, yeah, it's just uh, uh, like an HD remake type.
1: Oh, really? But,
0: yeah. And it looked, re- it, it, don't imagine like super remade, just upscaled. But, uh, oh, wow. you know. I remember we had Fantasy Star a long time ago, and I didn't know how to play. And it took forever to kill things because I was playing wrong. But Yeah, Of
1: course. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a – it was a very – I mean, again, shout out to Dreamcast, but uh, Sega for being ahead of the curve sometimes. But, yeah, that game was way ahead of its time. And then we got – we played it on the – we played it on Dreamcast with our neighbor, but then we had it for the GameCube. Um, yeah, it's a, what a great game.
0: Yeah, it looked really, really cool. Uh, cool in the sense that to me, this looks like an MMO, but it's Monster Hunter Online. Oh boy, like, I'm, I'm yeah.
1: looking at the trailer. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty yeah, rough. It,
0: yeah, it, it's old. It, you got to be into that style.
1: Yeah, it's very Monster Hunter. You're right.
0: Yeah, so we'll keep going here. The medium was showed off. We've seen that before in another yeah. thing. Yeah. So I won't spend too much there. The Gunk is a new type of game. Uh, it's from the creators of SteamWorld. And okay. it, it, it's... It's what you think it is. It's just a uh, kind of not fun-looking game where you're clearing gunk off of stuff uh, in a steampunk world. You're kind of like a tiny little thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, The show-off was that the ray tracing and stuff looks amazing for it. Uh, Surprise announcement, which was super weird. Uh, Tetris Effect for Xbox, but it's called Tetris Effect Connected, and it's a multiplayer, and it almost made it seem like it was Battle Royale. So you're oh, battling okay. in different schemes, kind of like Tetris on on a Switch, but then all of a sudden, it, I don't know if this is a game mode or if just something happens. All of it connects at once, and you're all building on one platform. So you're trying to build up their side, and then it resplits. It looks like, but w- we'll wow. get more details. Yeah, it interesting. Really-
1: Isn't it interesting? I th- could. I'm pretty sure Tetris is Nintendo's property. <laughs> so I could be wrong, uh, but I'm pretty sure they own it. But that's interesting.
0: So uh, Stalker 2 was shown off cool a lot of people are excited about that again it's too scary for me so it's not really my type of thing
1: oh you know what T- sorry tetris effect is an old game
0: yeah it's the one that came out on vr and yeah, then they yeah released yeah, it yeah, on- yeah yeah
1: yeah okay all right sorry i didn't know that go on mm-hmm.
0: so uh psychonauts 2 shut off and then they were trying to have their own bug snacks type of song so they did uh Bugsnax. they did uh, a jack black song during it Nice. Well he came out and he sang. It was good, but it's not bugs.
1: Shout nice. out to also when uh when you know uh, Double Fine did that uh that uh rock game that had Jack Black as the main character.
0: He he was wearing his shirt for that. It was uh uh rock of Legends. They rock were,
1: something uh, legends, right? Yeah. Yeah
0: uh, No, Brutal Legends.
1: Brutal Legends, yeah. yeah.
0: He had the shirt on during this, so everyone was like, What the heck is this Brutal Legends too? And then it was Psychonauts too.
1: No, it's way better. And if I mean Psych- I freaking love Psychonauts. I'm so glad I beat that game. Highly recommend it for anybody. It's really short. It's it's great platformer. But, this uh, looks
0: like it's just going to be Psychonauts but, uh, updated graphics. It looks like a whimsical fun game. I mean, it just uh, looks
1: like a sequel, you know? Yeah.
0: Uh, a Dusk Falls. That one, I don't have much to add to it. This one, next two, I think, are going to be interesting. So Grounded, made by Obsidian, is nice. the one where you're the tiny little human. Uh, and you're like, uh, uh, imagine, honey, I shrunk the kids, and you're the kids. Cool. So you're fighting ants and things like that and it looks funny, but it it also looks really fun. And they they added all these little easter eggs like you're a little kid and you're running and you're climbing this thing and they zoom out and it's a giant battle toad toy that a kid dropped in the ground.
1: Yeah. You know yeah. what? Can we can we just take like 2 minutes cuz I mean we're going pretty fast as it is, but I want to talk about really quick. I got to say if there's any developer that's just probably like really. I mean, they've always been popular and up there, but that's probably com- becoming like the next real big thing. It's probably Obsidian for me. Well, they're they're pretty. They're man. They're they're talented, and they, but and they make hits. Well, you know, it's they, funny
0: that you brought that up because that was my secret next announcement. Sorry to put you in there. They announced oh, the really? second game there, so they were showing Grounded off was the game we've seen before, uh-huh. but they finally showed us their next game, and they're calling it their next large scale RPG. Uh, And we got a CGI trailer for it. It ends with someone pulling out a sword. It looks like medieval times, Mm. you know, like with dragons and things like that. But they pull out a sword and then on their left hand, they do a little symbol and they do magic. And it looks pretty cool. And the game is called Avowed. If you want to watch that later. Oh, that's the Uh, one
1: people were talking about.
0: Yeah. So they finally showed it off and it it looks like it's going to be very cool. Um, Yeah. That was one
1: of the big ones people were talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that and grounded other two big games, and I, I agree with you that they, I feel like they're on fire, and I feel like Avowed has a chance to be like the really cool next gen RPG.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I see. I saw Avowed. That's like, um, that's like the, it was kind of a Skyrim-ish, you know, that kind of style, right? Like Morrowind style, right? And um, yeah, it looked really good from what I saw. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Obsidian, man, they're on it. I'm sure this game is going to be amazing.
0: Okay, I'm going to go fast because there's some topics I want to finish here. But we had the Outer Wilds DLC being showed off. We had Tell Me Why uh, being showed off, which is an uh, episodic chapter game coming out. Um, Everwild is, was shown off, mm-hmm. which is Rare's new game, but none of us know what it is. <laughs> so it left us with more questions, but it's okay. Rare. So yeah. I'm going to be excited. Uh, Ball on Wonderworld was shown off, which is Square Enix thing. Mm, interesting. Uh, I, again, I, we, I don't know enough about that to, to add any more. Hello Neighbor 2 was shown off, which looks very scary. So I'm not going to play that one.
1: Hello, hello, neighbor.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks just, very scary.
1: You should just Google though what the first one looked like, and you're gonna laugh your butt yeah, off. Yeah,
0: but it look it, it looks like that.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's, but it's
0: very scary. <laughs> you're just trapped in like this house. Uh, yeah. Imagine Resident Evil Seven, but it's like a bird guy chasing you. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So Echo Generation uh, was shown off. Watchdog Legions again. <laughs> uh, Xo Mecha. and then another surprise hit: Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to Xbox. Um, and then. The biggest one. I think this was the biggest announcement of all of them. And that was Destiny 2 was shown off with the expansion. And then they announced that everyone who has Game Pass gets Destiny 2's next expansion for free. And I cannot overstate how big that is going to be. Because you don't understand that. I already was going to get Destiny 2 on Stadia, but I want it on a console so I can play too, right? So I was going to buy that on PS4. There was no question in my mind the fact that they just put this on Game Pass and it's going to be 4K60, which I assume is what the PS5 is going to be, I immediately said, oh, I'm just going to get it on Xbox. And I know for a fact that a ton of people are going to feel that same exact way. So that was very, very exciting. And I think a showstopper. And that brings me to my next two topics. Number one, every single game shown off today coming to Game Pass. Okay. They just keep putting so much into game Pass it. I don't understand how anyone could have an Xbox and not be paying for that service. So do you think that they're making the right call with that?
1: Well, I think that bleeds into what we talked last week. Um, it's a yes and no. You know, the, 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 I think that the big problem, and, and I do think it's important to reiterate this, is that I do think that they're having a really big marketing and or messaging uh, flub and where I think it's confusing people. Um, And I think that it really goes into the topic of, is it even necessary to buy an Xbox Series X? You know, Um, legitimately, I mean, like not even just like one or the other, like a Xbox Series X or PS5. It's just like, is it even is it even necessary right now? And the answer is not. I don't think so. I really don't. Which
0: they said. So that's the thing. Phil Spencer came out. I think it was last week. And he was saying, like, look, if you don't want to upgrade right now at the launch, that's okay. Keep your Xbox One S keep your Xbox one X and you're going to be able to play the new games coming out for at least the next two years. So, I don't know if he said two years,
1: but so I, I conc- had my, and I saw this. Right. And so I, I came to my own conclusion at this point. I'm like, look, the Xbox series X, Xbox, you know, the next gen console, it had very, a series of like, you know, not just communication errors, but like also what they've showed in, in their uh, um, not just trailers, but their announcement trailers. And it's always been very minimal what this leads me to believe is i don't know if the xbox series x was ready for a 2020 release even pre covid and i think that they just rushed it out just to compete with the ps5 just to have it out there so that sony didn't have this like really big lead over them and who knows if the ps5 is ready i don't know either you know but i'm just saying it just it just sound that's exactly what it sounds like because they don't have a lot of stuff ready and even the stuff that they were supposed to announce i mean i personally think it's just so like you know not bare bones but just so like low-hanging fruit, uh, where just not a lot to generate excitement, you know? At least Sony showed off a lot of announcement trailers. Yeah, a lot of games are coming out in 2021, and yeah, a lot of them were just, like, you know, either, you know, some sort of uh, a CGI trailer or something, but at least it was something to go by. But they did announce quite a few launch games, so, you know, it kind of got you excited to, like, play the PS5, even if they did come out on the PS4. But I think after this event in particular, and I hadn't haven't seen the whole thing, but I saw clips, and then I saw or heard from what people were talking about in the interviews. It just sounds like the console is just very rushed, and well,
0: so. If I can interrupt you there, that brings me to the next topic. Uh, so I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, and one of the hosts, Tim Gettys from the kind of funny podcast, he said something, and I don't know if he thought of it or if he read it somewhere, but he said to, that the this pretty much means that the. Um, the console wars are kind of dead in the way that we think about them. Because if you look at all three big people, right? And I never believe in the console wars. It's fun, but it's like, I'll buy all of them, right? You know what I mean? But they're all going for different strategies now where you can't compare them. So Nintendo, they're all in on the Switch and the mobile. Like, look, just buy a Switch. We don't need a 3DS anymore. We're going to put all the games on it. You can play it on your Switch or that. Nintendo's going to be Nintendo, Right. Sony is like, look, we're going to keep it the same as it always was. You got to buy the new console and there's going to be games only on that new console. And that's what we're used to right now. Microsoft is, hey, you know what? No more, hey, you got to upgrade. Just keep whatever you have. You're going to be able to play the games. It's going to be more like that phone cycle. Plus, here's Game Pass so that you don't have to keep buying all of our new games. Just subscribe and you'll have them all. So you could try them as you want. And they're throwing an Cloud with that. Don't forget that you could stream that anywhere. And they're doing cross saves across PC and Xbox. So that's giving them a ton of cool advantages. So what do you think about that thought? So we can't really compare Xbox to Sony anymore in that sense. Because kind of what you were talking about for the Game Pass of like, oh, there's nothing to really excite me about Microsoft. There's going to be one game on there where you're like, oh, should I try that? And then you're going to say, well, Game Pass is $1 this month. For the free trial. Let me try right, that. You're right. going to install it. You're going to try that game. And maybe you like it. But maybe you don't. But once you have Game Pass, you're going to see. say, well, let me see what other games I have. You're going to go on that list and you're going to be like, oh, you know what? I have uh, Halo Infinite. I wasn't a huge fan of Halo, but it's free. Let me try that. Boom. Right. maybe you love that one, you know? Right, right. So that's what they want. Because look right. at me. I, I bought the Xbox Series X. Uh, and to no one's surprise, I played it for a while and then I stopped playing it. Now I just use it like a Blu-ray player. But I've been paying for Game Pass every day since I bought that, every month. That's yeah. what Microsoft wants. That, And every time I go to cancel it, because I, I log into my PC to cancel it, I look at the list and I'm like, oh, I want to play that real quick. And I'll play it and then I'll delete it and I forget to cancel Game Pass. So it's the perfect example of what they want people
1: to do, you know? Right. The trap of not have, owning your games. <laughs> but... um yeah. Well, I
0: could right because uh, what people don't get about Game Pass is games are not there permanently. So yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll let you play the game three months, and then you you get a, a whole bunch of yeah. uh, like heads up, like hey, this is leaving in a month. Yeah. If you want, you can buy it right now for a cheaper price while yeah. it's on Game Pass, and then you can keep it after. Yeah. So that developers have come out and said, "Hey, this has really helped us because people have bought the game yeah. when it's leaving uh, Game Pass."
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm aware of that. I, I know how Came Pass works, and I think it's great. It really is so, a solid, you know, a solid, uh, you know, platform tool, whatever you want to call it. Um, that Microsoft has been really, you know, pushing, and they did a successful job. Um, just to the comment that you made, um, I totally hear what he's saying. I would say he's very late to the party, but I actually disagree with him. Um, uh, on a a number of things, but the big thing is, like, you can't just say just because nowadays, you know, they have a different, you know, uh, I don't know what you want to call, different, like a gimmick, let's say, that they're going gonna—they're not competing with one another now that it's 2020. That's not true at all, you know? And, and Nintendo's been Nintendo always, and that's never been, that's always been its thing. But, you know, especially in these times, no, it, you know, and the consoles being so expensive, I seriously doubt somebody that buys an Xbox Series X is going to go out and buy a PS5. If you do, good for you, you know? But I think nowadays, especially, and especially in the next coming year with everything going on, yeah, they are technically competing with each other. And I think that, and I know that you can argue like, that's not what he means. You know, what he (laughs) means is, you know, that this, uh, this is going for this and this is going for this kind of person, but that doesn't really work that way. You know, what, what, what for, for an everyday consumer, what they really look at is not just the games, but the features of how to play these games. And that has been proven time and time again. Whoa, whoa. I know that I know that Microsoft's uh, uh, plan. I don't know if it's exactly the kind of plan that you're saying. I think their 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 best case scenario really is somebody buying the X, making the Xbox brand a platform that they use at at all times. Kind of like what Steam was trying to do, really, where they were trying to make like you know your Steam machine, you go go on your computer, you play Steam, and you play Steam across the board. You know, yeah. and I would argue that Microsoft has done it way more successfully because they have more console experience. And I think that that's what they're pushing for. Not well, Sony's not pushing for that, in my opinion. They're doing something totally different. And I would say they're doing something more traditional. I do think that Microsoft is doing something more progressive and where we're heading. And maybe Sony is doing something like it has something in the pipeline.
0: But Which, and, which the event is rumored to be in two weeks for Sony. but Yeah, two-
1: which is rumored to be in two weeks, right. And so... Um, and so with that being said, you know, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. And even with Nintendo, of course, Nintendo is gonna always do their own thing, regardless of like how, if it's a stronger or weaker console, but that's still in uh, in some some way co- in competition with the other two. Yeah, they but you mu-
0: you're you're thinking about competition wrong. I'm not talking about like, oh, they're not trying to beat Sony, because of course they are, they're a company, they want to win. I'm talking about more like this for someone like you, if right now with everything we know about the consoles, just just pretend. That the PS5 was the same price as the Xbox One, the uh, uh, Series X, the new one. There is no way that someone like you would buy the Xbox over the PlayStation with the exclusive that they've shown off.
1: Yeah, but now right? we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. We're, no, no, uh, but hold on, uh, hold
0: on. Let me finish. So Microsoft knows that, right? So they're not going to win you over that way. They're going to say, "Okay, go buy the PS5." But then when they announce something cool, what? they're going to say, "They're going to say, they're going to say, hey, Eric, here's Game Pass for one dollar. Try it out for the month and play Senuos Two on your PC." And then you're going to do that. You're going to buy it on the PC for $1 because you're going to get it for free. You're going to play it and you're going to say, huh, this is really good. You're going to look at the other games on Game Pass and you're going to say like, oh, let me go play this one. And you're not going to cancel that. And now they don't care that you didn't buy the PS5 because you are paying them every single month. And some of those games will have DLC that you're going to want and you're going to buy that DLC, things like that. So now you're paying Microsoft even though you have a PS5. So that's the way that I don't think they care that you get a PS5 as long as you're subscribing to their services. Because another big thing is that that xCloud, which we didn't talk about here, is a huge thing. For for Right now, you're not playing anything like an MMO, I assume. No. But for someone like me, right, where I'm going on a trip, like I mentioned, What if I wanted to just do my dailies and pick up my items from the mailbox or something? I'd be able to do that from my phone with xCloud. And that save is saved to my Xbox and PC games. So now if there's a game that's going to be on PS5 and Xbox, if there's stuff that I'm going to want to do daily like that, now my mind goes to like, you know what? Let me just subscribe to Xbox. Not only do I not have to pay for it outright, but I'll be able to play it for free on my phone wherever I am. So things like that is what I'm saying Microsoft is not worried about. Some, yeah that
1: yeah I mean I I mean Jesus you know I think you're spot on like over 80% of the time I really think you're spot off on this one I think it's like you're you're I know you're giving me some anecdotal a lot of anecdotal so it's true to some degree especially somebody that's on top of tech like you are but I mean we talked about like what three times on this podcast how disconnected like people feel like what the X what both consoles really are <laughs> and what they have to offer I mean you're talking about something like way more hardcore weight somebody somebody that's really more on top of of like you know their gadget and i'm not saying that people aren't like that out there and i did acknowledge that the the xbox as a brand is like again trying to create a platform so of course there's you know, being a, subs- a subscriber is important to them, but I really, really don't think that not just an everyday consumer, but even someone like me, like that doesn't even sound like it's appealing to me. That already yeah, but, sounds but, so convoluted.
0: But think of everyone younger than you. Like right now, if you go to one of our nephews and you say, you're going uh, to have to of, explain
1: that to them. You're no, going to have to explain that to them. You are going to have to explain that
0: to them you know, not have right?
1: Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you, you would have to, I can guarantee it, they're not going to know, like, you know what I mean? You would have to, you would you would already be, like, you know, preconceiving them into, like, with the cookie crumbs of, like, no, you can do it this way, actually.
0: No, because they grew up with all of this stuff. So, th- I mean, there's kids right now that know how to twi- uh, stream on Twitch, and if you've ever streamed on Twitch on the PC, that's not easy. I, I, like, I, you have to install I, a I lot just, of I stuff. just,
1: I don't want me to cut you off, because I feel like we're going down, like, a different rabbit hole. Like, I'm, Damn. one of my, 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 what I'm trying to say is, is I'm OMG not trying to, I'm, I'm not trying to challenge, like... Like a someone's like you know like let's call it technological intelligence. I don't know. You know, I'm not just trying to say kids are especially these days. Of course, kids are savvy. What I'm specifically talking about, as 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 as, and just pertaining to the PS5 and Xbox Series X, is that I, I think a, a person, a common person, is going to be like, okay, I really think that I'm going to either pick this or this, and maybe they'll know some features of this, and maybe they'll know some features of that, but they'll 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 pick those two consoles based on a lot of those like mainline factors, like the games pricing and things like that. I don't think that there, it's going to be something like, you know, that they're so indirect in competition with each other that they, you know, would, ha- would buy both, but who knows, you know,
0: who, who knows? We'll find out. Yeah. Zane. Well, that's all I have. That was a good one, even though you're wrong there, but uh, do you have anything <laughs> else you want to talk about? Sony event you want to just, just real quickly think, are they going to show us price this time or what do you think? yeah let's, cool. just talk, let's
1: just take a quick couple of minutes and close with that um yeah, i do think I- they're i do think they're gonna uh, uh, say the price i do think they're gonna come out with it um it's dude it's it's gonna be august like i know i know it's like you know yeah and 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 i'll be so- shocked if they don't but uh, at the same time i shouldn't say shocked but like i know there's a lot going on in the world so maybe they will hold off who knows and on top of that with you know xbox still not coming out with their price. Um, but if, if they do, you know, I do anticipate a five, a 499 price tag. That's what I anticipate
0: for both of them. What I, I'm just tired of the games now. Like I already know they have games I want for both of them. Show me the console more, show me the interface, show me the services and tell me the price. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm just excited. I'm just antsy. I just want to pre-order it now, you know? Yeah. Uh, So very exciting. I do think that they are going to show a few more games. Just to, just to steal a little bit of the Thunderback. And then uh, I don't know if you saw recently, but it seems like most of the games that they've announced are going to have two game modes, either uh, performance mode or graphics mode, just like the PS4 Pro had. And from what we've seen from the games they've announced or, or talked about that, it seems like performance mode is going to be uh, 60 frames per second, 4K. Uh, and then... Uh, Graphics mode is going to be 4K 30 frames, but it's going to have things like ray tracing and right, like right. all the other extra stuff. And there's some people that are all, you know, like, oh, why doesn't it have ray tracing on the other mode? I don't think people realize how uh, intensive that stuff is. So that's why I'm excited for the to bring it back to Halo Infinite, even though it's not going to be like everything it's 60 frames per second and it's going to have ray frames and that means that they could put all of that to a bigger open world so there, there's uh benefits to not doing that you know very exciting
1: yeah very exciting we should definitely i'm excited i'm looking forward to it and yeah it seems like it's things are revving up finally uh, it's been a long an announcement for the year for uh, these two consoles man but it's i'm just excited that I'm, we have
0: four big competitors now between microsoft sony nintendo I, and stadia i knew you're gonna say that <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're so funny. Um, all right, everybody, I think that's that's concludes what we got going on today. Uh, unless you want to talk about something else, uh, Jesus.
0: Nope, that was it. Thank you all, and we will see you next week.
1: All right, take care, Squirtle.
0: <laughs>